The following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host with the most, Mexi Pants, coming to you live from the Big D, D Town, D Dallas, Texas. No, we're not here to scout the stupid Cowboys versus the Rams game. No. Oh, no, no, no. Although Mexi will be here for that game, but not. In attendance, let's calm down. Nobody wants to see the Cowboys choke one more time. Mexi's here because he is running the Big D Marathon. Now, you may start to wonder, well, Mexi, wait a minute. Uh, you already done all 50 states. Uh, you've done all six majors. You're beginning to conquer Mexico. Uh, you got about three or four continents left. Uh, why, why, why Dallas? Well, I'm glad you asked, and and people have been asking me this leading up to this week, uh, this week's episode. I'm at the point where I really don't care about redoing races that I've already done. I'm more into like, okay, let's do a let's do something cool, a new challenge. Like, let's go somewhere I've never been before. Because states are big, but you know, there's cities I haven't visited, so you know, why not do that? Dallas happens to be one of the bigger marathons in Texas, and it has a combo deal where you could sign up for either running the one miler on Friday night, you could do your option of the five or 10K on Saturday, and then your option of the marathon or ultra on Sunday. Now the ultra is only about 50K, so it's not that big a deal, but by doing all three, you get three medals, you get an overall medal. It's pretty cool. So that's a way of enticing me to come do your race. Now, that's why the Big Macs will be in, uh, in the Big D this, uh, this weekend. Now, this will be my 84th marathon overall. And I, I didn't plan this accordingly, but if I do end up doing the eight and eight days in New England this coming spring... As long as I stay on par with the marathons I've already signed up for, you know, I've already done, already signed up for two in Mexico in January. Kind of want to do rock and roll New Orleans because the wife wants to go to New Orleans. And I signed up for another marathon in, in the, um, in March in Mexico. And if I do the Kansas one, I want to do and add the, um, Add the um, the few other Mexico ones leading up to those eight, I'll be on part to have the last one of the eight be my a hundredth marathon. It's kind of significant. I never thought myself to be in this realm of of people that have reached the hundred marathon club. Um, 
it's not as fast as most people I know, but it's definitely fast compared to everyone else. Um, only been running marathons since 2012, so like in a little over seven years, you already had 100 marathons. It's 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 insane. I know the missus is always telling me, you can't every weekend. I'm sorry. We had the wedding this year, so I literally have deferred more races than actually ran. And I've done one marathon and one half leading up to these three back-to-backs. Just went to do Hermosillo last week, Cancun, and now Dallas. So, yeah, three weeks in a row, I'm not going to be there. Whoa, it's me. That's the thing. Like, you don't want me to do all these races, but then when I do do them, you complain about them being back-to-back. Like, that's... You can't have a voice, people. You got to just let Mexi be Mexi, okay? Oh, my parents are constantly telling me, Oh, no, you shouldn't be doing all these Mexico races. Uh, uh, you should be focusing on creating a family. No, I do. I already have my family. It's called my wife, my doggy, and myself. I do not need little kids running around so you can spoil them and corrupt them. No, that's not how this works. I don't want society to corrupt my kids. And that's the biggest thing about me not wanting to have them. I can't. And I don't want to have to take time off work because these brats are constantly sick. I mean, this week alone at work, we've had people sick because their kids were sick. People had strep. Then other people, you know, got the flu. And I'm like, yeah, no. How about you take the week off and don't come to work? Oh, I can't do that. So, yeah, take one day. Yeah, because you're going to be better the next day. No. I'm healthy as an ox. My immune system's great. I don't need... Kids and then send them to school so they can catch whatever they want because other parents are neglecting. The next you know, my kid has some kind of weird fungus. No, not doing that. Sorry, sorry, parents, not doing that. Get it through your head. Not going to happen. But what is going to happen? As soon as I'm done with the three marathons in three weeks, Mexico's going to take his ass over to. Uh, hand us a massage Get myself a nice little massage If you use the promo code MEXI You can save on your first sweetest massage Or your membership Hand us a massage A proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast Now Let's Move on to other things That Kind of drive me nuts At this point Because it's funny because now at work, the other case managers, the newer, smarter case managers that I oversee are noticing these discrepancies. Oh, intake doesn't provide you pictures. Oh, intake doesn't provide you the health insurance cards like they're supposed to. Yeah, they don't. And it's been that way since day one. So, and nothing's happened. I don't know why my attorney loves Ethan. I don't know why he puts up with his nonsense, but... It's ridiculous that I constantly have to find these things. And it used to not be... The worst part is, you can't lie to me because I've been here for almost two years. I know the way it used to be. You guys used to get them. And then when you didn't get them, the excuse was, well, nobody has their health insurance cards on them. I'm sorry. They're on their way to a chiropractor or a doctor and and you meet them at their home. How do they not have the... Their health insurance cards. 
on top of that, now, of our system, that people ask questions first, then send Ethan. So now we get two versions of the intake. The first intake says this. The second intake says this. Two different scenarios. And I'm like, how can it possibly be? Now, mind you, our initial intake call center is a bunch of attorneys and paralegals out of North Carolina. So I I would trust an attorney over Ethan about what the client says. So if I'm reading one scenario where it says the car got T-boned and then you come back and say it was a ACDA rear end accident, um, yeah, I'm going to trust the first one. And then when the date is a birth incorrect, then I'm matching fucking socials off. I'm, how is it possible that three grown people can't verify this information? Oh, you're scared of going to a bad part of town? Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe you should think about that before scheduling it. Yeah, how about they come to us? How about you fit the intakes around your schedule? We literally had one that came in and intake was received Wednesday at 11 o'clock. They were scheduled for later that day at 1.30. Well, whoever took the intake accidentally put it for Tuesday. But, you know, Ethan's... You know, staring at the schedule like a hawk. So that should have been a red flag right there. How did you not notice that A, you skipped one on Tuesday? Or, hey, uh, what's this on Tuesday? Should it be on Tuesday? Yeah, no. Guy calls at 1.50. It's like, hey, nobody's here. Oh, yeah, our dumbass intake guy is not there again. Oh, wait, no, they put it for the wrong day. He's like, uh, this is why... They should not be scheduling for an, for an hour and a half before the appointment. Uh, no, this is why your sole job is to stare at intakes and do intakes, look up police reports and go. And you're too busy doing all these other things that I don't know who's telling you to do, but that's why shit doesn't get done. You can't be sitting in one office, staring at a screen, not notice that something got put on the calendar... And then don't even have the decency to pull up the intake from our call center to see what they're going to say. Or look up the police report to see if they're telling the truth. Like, I, I don't understand. If the goal is to have faster intakes that, and be in and out of there as quickly as possible and sign them up, having a pre-filled out sheet that already has the questions they answered makes sense with the police report because guess what I got one this week where oh the police report's wrong oh really so they listed her as a witness and not as the driver of the car well yeah that's a big problem you should have probably said that the moment um, the moment you signed her up oh no you didn't even have the police report your review I looked it up in two seconds upon you bringing me this nonsense file and I'm like, oh, she's the witness. Yeah, that's a problem. Oh, well, I didn't know. Yeah, because you're supposed to be investigating your intake, yet you bring files as if, like, we're too dumb to figure out what's going on. Then the problem is he has the audacity to tell us that, oh, yeah, I just want to make sure you guys are not stupid enough and don't know how to look it up. 
Wait, so you're, I'm sorry, so the reason you're not putting the info or taking it with you is because you want to see if we're dumb and can or cannot look it up. Uh, that makes no sense. I mean, even I, if you don't give me an, a, you know, a defendant name, you don't give me a report number, you give me barely an intersection and a date. Yeah, it's going to be kind of hard. But you know, what do I know? I've only been doing this longer than you have. Because trust me, when Mexico's on intakes, <clears throat> the police report's printed, hell, before I even sign someone up, let me see that police report. And that's the thing. People like to refer, oh, he's a former client. Oh, he's a current client. That doesn't mean he's not an idiot. And that's a, I will say that's the one part I miss about my old firm is that when the withdrawal came, when, when a um, when a liability denial came in oh yeah no we're definitely getting off of this nonsense they don't waste their time however they do waste my time by letting it sit there for months until they pat their numbers that I hate I wish we had that sense of urgency of oh it's a liability denial oh no let's keep fighting the good fight what my attorney and most people at the firm don't understand, and this is what I'm trying to get them to realize, I've said this many times before, the amount of money spent looking up shit, and if you take our hourly rate, the cost of paper, the cost of ink, all the costs involved with working a specific case, we either come out negative or we're barely break even. And we'll give you this example. We had this client. We just withdrew from his case this week. He was given to me back in March. While I was gone, mind you, in New York for WrestleMania. We all remember that. Well, this accident happened right in Westerville, well, close to where I live, a couple streets north of me, around 4 o'clock, on, on that day The sun is on the west side Of town So He lives in a neighborhood Kind of like mine Where the roads don't have A dotted divider But it is a two lane road But how problem is It's a neighborhood So if cars parked on either side You can't fit two cars In the lane You have to Yield To whoever's Already in the intersection So this one car is coming up the hill. You could see the car coming. But our client says he, he couldn't. The at-fault driver said the sun was in her eyes. And my client's at a stop sign and tries to turn right. Assuming that she's going straight and obviously should be on her side of the road. Problem is, because there's cars parked on both sides, she's not on her side of the road. She's in the middle. Which is fine. He turns right, hits her, ends up in a ditch. Well, we already knew this. I, I was like, this is going to be a straight up denial. Yep. Erie Insurance denies liability. Let's order these body cams. All right. We get the body cams. While I'm gone, body cams show, hey, the at fault admits that she had her son in her, the son in her eyes. Yeah, but I mean, the son was in her eyes. Yeah. 
but that just means she couldn't see the client or the road. That doesn't necessarily mean to me that she she's not going the way she's supposed to be going because there's cars parked on both sides. And you can see them on the fucking video. So we send that over to the adjuster. Adjuster doesn't change her mind. We're like, all right, we'll go to arbitration. We do a recorded statement with State Farm, which is our guy's insurance. Arbitration is basically a fancy term for the insurance is just go to like a third-party mediator and just duke it out. So we go to arbitration. Nobody tells us the results of arbitration. In the meantime, my guy's treating. So I'm like, motherfucker, I want credit for this fucking demand. Get the fuck out of here. Get all his records and bills ready. Done. He he went to the hospital, sports medicine doctor. He's got about 50K in bills. So I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. Whatever. Now, mind you, not until this week do I finally get a hold of one of the insurances. Because, you know, they don't return your calls. To tell me, hey, what is going on with arbitration? What happened? So State Farm finally tells me, oh yeah, we went to arbitration in fucking August. Now mind you, during this time, I already got the demand. I already sent the demand to the adjuster. The adjuster's like, yeah, no, we denied it. Not changing our minds. Okay, great. Well, did you go to arbitration? Finally, they tell me. Yeah, we went in August. So, Erie Insurance even had the balls to tell me that they had already done it. They just let me wander until State Farm tells me, yeah, it happened in August. We lost. What do you mean you lost? You had the video. Yeah, well, the video doesn't matter because she had control of that intersection. Even though he was turning right and she was going straight, you can't fit two cars. So she had control of that intersection. He should have never turned. And I'm like, oh, well, look at that. Isn't that what I said would happen way back when? Because I live in those neighborhoods and you can't fit two cars. If somebody's coming down the road and his car's parked, I can't turn right. So I finally tell my attorney, he's like, oh yeah, let's get off of it. And then I call the the client. The client's like, no, no, no. Uh, uh Oh, I'm so, oh, okay. Oh. Calls me back. You know what? Fuck it. I want to sue him in court. Well, we're not suing him in court. We're not taking this to litigation. You can go ahead and pick up your file, take it to litigation if you want. Okay. I tell Ethan about this because he signed this person up. Instead of saying, oh, shit, sorry. Oh, well, the attorney said, you know, we want to double check again because the attorney said that, you know, even if they deny arbitration, um, we can still sue in court. I'm sorry. When did this conversation happen? Oh, about April, May. So six months ago. And how was I not made aware of this? Because, you know, I, I know how I, I know I like I like how you two like to chit chat about other people's cases. OK, great. Uh, no, I had to take the file to the North office so that he could pick it up because he lives closer to the North office. And I said, no, 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 fuck this. If I give this to Ethan to take up there, he's going to find a way to not get rid of it. Fuck you, Ethan. I called the client and said, Hey, I'll hand drop your file. Drove straight. Cause he lives two blocks away from me. Dro- dropped it off. You're done off of it. Ain't got time for this shit. 
No, that's what I mean. You're trying to fight cases and go to litigation. Our litigation department doesn't bring that much money in because we are constantly trying to fight these bullshit cases and they end up settling for pennies and it's not worth the time. But not until it goes to litigation does the attorney realize it's not worth the time. Just do the math. What is my salary from March to December? Nine months of me getting paid to work on this file. Plus the cost of paper to send the man. The cost of ink. The cost of the tabs to go on the demand. The cost of paper. The phone bill. Every time I had to call someone. If you add all that up, we would have gotten an offer around 50. A third of that would have been, you know, about 14. Well, actually, no. About 1666. Well, 166666, whatever. But that's if we got a third of that. The odds of the offer being that high, slim. But then on top of that, we didn't get any offer. It got denied. So not only do we get no fee, we're in the negative because of all the costs we just spent. That's what I'm talking about. That's what drives me nuts. That specific portion of it. It is insane that we waste that much money on these kind of cases that don't pan out. Yeah, every once in a blue moon you'll have one that pans out. But we're not poor. We make enough money at the firm that we shouldn't have to deal with this nonsense. What's even more insane and nonsensical is you guys not having UMUIM coverage on your freaking vehicles. Use American National people. I've been saying this every episode. Right now, American Family, for example, is offering 150 bucks a month for state minimum. Get the fuck out of here. Do you want to die? No. Go to American National. Get full coverage. 2550 is not going to cover it. 25500 UIM, UM, liability. Get your med pay up to 25K. Use the promo code MEXI and call my man Ramo and he'll set you up. American National, a proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, as I was saying, the other thing that drives me nuts with today's society, let's focus on that because I'm in Dallas right now and a while back, a friend of mine who moved to Dallas was like, oh, hey, let me know if you're ever in Dallas. Uh, yeah, December 13th and 15th for the marathon. I'll be there. Okay, great. Leading up to me getting there today, not a peep. Hey, I, you know, I'll be there. Let me know if you want to hang. No word, not, nothing. Ghosting, 100% ghosting. This is the kind of behavior that drives me bananas. You Ask to hang out. Or hey, let me know when you're going to be in town. Then never say anything. But then these are the kind of people that then later, oh, like my Facebook page, like my my new starter company that I started, oh, like this thing I'm promoting, oh, donate to my charity, me, 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 me. And it's not just friends. Family members have done this to me too. My cousin's kid, every time I went to Boston, hey, let's hang out. Ghosting. Oh, but this motherfucker wanted to come to my wedding? No. Same thing. Fucking Australian football team. I haven't played Australian football. I retired over a year ago. 
you guys literally would start anybody as long as they were decently athletic off the streets instead of people who came to practice. But you want me to donate because this upcoming International Cup 2020, you guys need money to go play and lose? No, sorry. If the national team can fund its own shit, that's your own problem. You want me to hang out? Great. But then don't ghost when it's time to fucking hang out. Because the next time, oh, I will remember this nonsense. I ain't got time for this bullshit. You move here. You've been here for what? Six months? Hey, let's hang out. You show me around what's going on. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, no. I'm, I'm too busy ignoring call. It, 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 it's, it, I don't understand these people. These are the kind of people that have like, if you look at their phone, they have like a thousand notifications on email and a thousand notifications on their text. Like how many people could possibly text you that you can't check them all? Or at least mark them as red. It's ridiculous. My wife does it with her email. And I just go in there every once in a blue moon like Marcus Red, done. Like, but she doesn't do it with the texting. At least she responds to text. But this is what drives me nuts is people constantly ignoring other people. But then when push comes to shove and they need something from them, oh, then yeah. Yes, please like my page. Please do this. Please donate to my cause. Fuck you. <laughs> Chisel over your fucking face. It's ridiculous. I am gonna give you a good example of how to do it the right way. Super Studios 253, ran by my friend Code Super, Super Sabrina. Speaking of which, use promo code Mexi. Sign up on your classes, save. Super Studios 253, a proud sponsor also of the Mexi My Matters podcast. But hey, she does it the right way. She gets you to, she reaches out to you, gets you to train, gets you to come, gets you to sign up. It's okay with, you know, liking your page, you like her and all that stuff. We'll refer you out if need be. We'll coach you if need be. She likes to help people. We live in two different cities every time. Hey, let's hang out. Hey, let's do a race together. I send her a text, response within minutes. That's how you do this shit. And it's baffling how most people don't do that. Angers me. But hey, I got to head over to the expo because guess what? I got a one miler to run tonight. And then I got to, I don't know, do the 5K, 10K. I don't, I, I don't even remember which one I did. I'm, I'm signed up for tomorrow. I have no idea. I just know I'm running. And then the marathon. I definitely know I'm doing the marathon on Sunday. But hey. Live long number 84 is what it is. And to all those who say, oh, I need to train for a marathon. You need to do this and this and that. Oh, you're out of shape. Try running three marathons in three weekends in a row. And then you tell me who's out of shape. Well, that's all we have for today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. As always, hit us up on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube. You know the deal. All the episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. And as always, remember, where there's a Mexican, there's a way. Until next time, see you back home.